This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Hi, welcome everybody to another Drink of Ages radio show. I am your host, John Denman. We are hanging out at the new, newly opened Drink of Ages pub. Promote a little bit, 1005 Wall Drive. Uh, hanging out here, having some really good beers. And man, if you're um, just now tuning in or you've never heard the show before, this is a weekly craft beer and badass music show where we feature... And samples, some delicious beers, listen to some badass music, and we're here to promote a bunch of good local stuff around Houston and the surrounding areas. Uh, this particular show is sponsored by Sweetwater 420 Extra Pale L at 5.7%. It is one delicious-ass beer that you can get pretty much any time of the year, all over the place now in Texas. I'm glad they are distributing here. It's fantastic Pale Ale that, uh, man, I highly recommend you going out and try. We have it on tap here. You can find it on tap and in bottles all over the place now. So pretty kick-ass stuff that Sweetwater is in Texas, and they're making some great beers. If you have missed any shows and you want to go back and listen to some of the old Drink of Ages, you can listen to them on iTunes. You can go to drinkofages.com. I almost said drinkofagespub.com because I've said that about a thousand times this last week. But no, drinkofages.com, and you can listen to the old episodes. If you want to see the menu that we have here at the pub, you can go to drinkofagespub.com and check out our real-time menu that every time we switch out a keg, you'll be able to see what we put on. But tonight's show, tonight's show, we're going to have a good one tonight because... We do have our music guest is the Scottotrophics. Badass little, I'm trying to, I'm going to let them explain exactly the style of music they play. It's like a Jamaican ska. Yeah, so you get some good reggae, you get some good ska in there. Just a badass little local band that uh, you guys are definitely going to enjoy. And then from Huff Brewing Company, Mr. Huff himself. Ryan Huff is hanging out. Absolutely. Hanging out right here across the table from us here at Drink of Ages Pub. And, man, we are, well, I, as a matter of fact, am having some of the French Oak Pale L. That's right. Yeah, it's one of our, our newest beers. Uh, we just kegged it two days ago, so we're feeling really good about this one, man. Hope you enjoy it. I'm feeling really good about it as well. Good. <laughs> yeah. And at, at 7%, it doesn't take too long. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 7%. So it's our, um, we, we've taken a little uh, step aside from our, our traditional lagers that we typically make at Huff Brewing Company. So uh, it, it's been a great foray into something new. Um, the Barrel Age Project is still light and nuanced, but yeah, a little bit heavier than something we typically make. So here we are, man. French Oak Pale Ale. So what, what made you want to really get involved in, in this beer? Like what, what? Because there's a lot of creativity in beer. Yeah, and absolutely. So to come up with That's something, right. you know, to take a pale ale, which is just good standard, nice, easy drinking, a little hoppy beer, and then do what you did to it. Man, so everything for us really started with the uh, the French oak barrels. Um, the barrel-aged craze, of course, is like a national phenomenon in American craft beer especially. Um, but what we were really wondering is um, what is it in, in, in things like wine and spirits that we're missing out on uh, with unadulterated uh, barrels? Um, so just things like medium toast French oak, 
We wanted to make a beer that could stand up to it, but at the same time get a lot of the nuances from it as a finished product. And here we are, man. So that every bit of that was the inspiration to just make a beer that uh, that did well in a barrel, um, but at the same time just took the nuances from oak that wasn't touched by bourbon, wasn't touched by tequila, wasn't touched by rum or wine. It just stood up by itself. So here we are. Hopefully it worked. So these are brand new barrels. Brand new barrels, yeah. So this is a medium to toast uh, French oak. Um, we made the pale ale. It's a lot of resinous hops, so we have a lot of Chinook in there. Just things we thought could stand up to the uh, to the oakiness of the French oak barrels, um, but at the same time could sort of mellow out with time. So we let that work. It was about 12 months of aging, about uh, 14 months at the very end. Uh, we let it age out in casks, and here it is. Yeah, it's a, definitely a very smooth beer, and you do pick up on the oakiness. Uh, the hops are a little subtle, a little sweetness to it. Yeah. And yeah. very, it, very drinkable. And, and a lot of our iterations, too, we realized that, like, a lot of the hops, we, we wanted some kind of bitter tinge so that way they wouldn't be so sharp at the back end. Yeah, right. So there's been a lot of talk, though, about, you know, glassware, pints, like the shaker glasses right now. And a lot of bars have the shake, shaker glasses, and I'm... I filled mine up because right now, at the time being at Drink of Ages Pub, we do have the 16-ounce shaker glasses, which uh, by the time everybody's listening to this, we will have our 16-ounce snifters, but you're drinking it Good. out of a snifter. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Yeah, so I, um, first of all, I, I like to say that any, any beer drinker, especially in America, is, is more than welcome to drink the, their beer in the glass of their choice. However, I do have a small vendetta against the American Shaker pint glass. Um, I, I am one of those people who, who thinks that um, the glassware does matter, especially in the, in the, amount, of, um, the amount of styles of glasses that we have. Uh, so, yeah, I'm drinking mine from this beautiful uh, wine tulip. Uh, it's the same French oak pale ale. Um, it, it captures the aroma. It carries the bouquet uh, right to where I want it to be right before I drink it. Um, and, and we've actually done the same thing at our tap room out in Belleville. We, uh, we've, we've done away with all of our Schenker pipes and, uh, and thrown in some, some Belgian tulip glasses and some, uh, some other Willie Becker type, type rounded snifters at the back end. So it's, uh, yeah, that, that's my argument to make, but yeah, here, here we are. Uh, I definitely agree with you. And it's just, it's, these are, I mean, they're nice glasses. I am basically, yeah. I, it, the pint shaker glass has replaced all of my very nice wedding glasses yeah. and everything because they do well for iced tea, milk. I'll drink that, a pint of right. milk almost every night. But, yeah, for beer, I mean, yeah, you can definitely drink out of them and everything. You can drink out of a solo cup if you need to. You know, it, it's so strange. And sometimes I wonder that if we hadn't done it backwards, right, so maybe, um, okay, so bear with me for a second. You remember, like, the American, like, typewriter, right, where we kind of went from, like, uh, the most uh, – um, uh, ornamental type typewriter back to like the most utilitarian type uh, instrument. Sometimes I think that's where we are with the American pint glass. Um, it's got its place. Like you said, it's stackable. I think any any bartender right now is kind of cringing hearing me out, and, and I totally get that. But, you know, we are in an age where uh, uh, as, as far as we can kind of get with the glasses that we have in front of us, um, you know, we, we actually take a lot of our glasses from wine simply because so many of those are built specifically to uh, capturing the nuances of the beverage in front of them. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's not necessarily uh, like that it has to happen. It's not a necessity. But we do like to think that if we can capture any amount of the thing that's in front of us, we'd like to. So, um, yeah. So 
Long live the pint glass, uh, screw the pint glass. That's kind of where we're standing now. I, I definitely can agree with that. All right, let's take a quick break. Let's get some of the, uh, man, the orange blossom saison. Absolutely we'll right, yeah. That. Let me get a glass of that, too. I'll be right with you, man. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get back, and we're going to listen to some Scottotrophics. Drink Bay, just stay tuned. The night is up, so pick it up. I've got the glare and you've got the stare. I'm gonna do this thing my way. If you wanna play, you better plan to stay. Chad from Big Texas Beer Fest. The Houston Big Texas Beer Fest lands at NRG Center on Saturday, May 21st. You'll be able to sample from over 300 different beers from 70 different breweries. Enjoy local eats from nine of Houston's best food trucks, music from Shotgun Friday, Matt Tedder from The Voice, and more. Tickets always sell out in advance, so don't find yourself left without a beer on May 21st. To grab your discount advance tickets and get all the details, check our website at BigTexasBeerFest.com. Again, that's BigTexasBeerFest.com. Spindle Tap Brewery, Houston's newest brewery and tap room. Actually, it's Houston's newest air-conditioned brewery and tap room. Located 10622 Hirsch Road, just 15 minutes north of downtown. Look for Boomtown Blonde, Tool Pusher Pale Ale, Hopper House Double IPA, and Honey Hole ESB on tap around town. But you definitely need to stop in the tap room for a beer and a burger. Tap room is open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Get all your information you need. 
Hey everybody, this is John from Drink of Ages and a great beer you need to go try a Sweetwater 420 Extra Pale Ale. This tasty West Coast style pale ale drinks an easy 5.7% ABV and goes perfect while sitting by the grill listening to the steak sizzle. Grab a pint or pick up a six pack all over town and check them out at sweetwaterbrew.com. Listen Fridays at 9pm on ESPN 97.5 for more beer talk and live music on Drink of Ages radio show. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or message us at facebook.com slash drinkofages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag drinkofages. And get all contact and podcast info at drinkofages.com. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cash branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out cashbranding.com all right drink of ages we are back i'm john denman we're still hanging out with ryan huff Huff Brewing Company out in the beautiful country of Belleville, Texas. And that's it, man. Belleville, Texas. And man, I was actually surprised that uh, that you made it here on time. You know, having to come down two ninety. Yeah, I left at eight o'clock this morning, so I think we, <laughs> we made it on time. Uh, there was yeah. all kind of crap, man. Two ninety is always just horrible. horrible. Yeah, no, I got a I got a uh, hotel in Cyprus, and I Ubered over here, so I think it was okay, man. Yeah. It's actually a great way to do it. The best way to do it, I think. Yeah. The only way to do it, maybe. You know, there's a place in Cyprus. Now, I, I, I'm going to sit there and promote them for a little bit. I'll half-ass like I normally promote because I never remember anybody's name. But it's, um, uh, oh, man, I'm trying to remember the name of the place. But they have an Alamo. Oh, yeah. Right across the street from Rockwell Tavern there on Telgi Road. That's exactly right, man. Yeah. We, did, we just delivered beer there over the two, man, so that's man, a good spot. I, I love that place. Great food. Uh, if you guys live in Cyprus or anywhere, if you just have to be stuck in traffic on 290, just take Telgi. That's, go ex- up that's, to Rockwell, that's it, yeah. You'll be have happy Have a couple beers. It. Yeah, eat some. Yeah, great food. And just go home. And go home. Yep. Skip some traffic. But uh, right across the street from Rockwell Grill is some kind of crazy-ass big hotel event center, and that's there's right. an Alamo that you can actually sleep in but I recently read that I think I think I recently read that they are shutting down and selling the property. But so you, if you ever want to stay in the Alamo, you can do that in Cyprus. That's, I mean, it's great, but it's terrible because I think I've I've left Rockwell more times than I've actually noticed the Alamo across there. So um, field trip, it's time to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good little drive. It's not it's it's well, it's not worth it. It's definitely worth it checking <laughs> it's out. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah, that's incredible. Yep. All right. Well, so. We got some glasses of the Orange Blossom Saison. Yes. And so, man, let's, let's break this beer down a little bit. How did you come up with this one? Let's talk about it, man. So, um, so of course, you know Huffer & Company started out with only doing uh, lagers, especially German lagers, our original and our Huffmeister. Um, one of the things that we really wanted to break down um, was the limitations for our own beer, the things that we made, and, and how we could work within those limitations. 
Um, to be honest, man, this, this beer I created based around a cocktail I had called the Ramos Gin Fizz. And um, I used orange blossom water to make it, and I used too much orange blossom water to make it. And ever since then, I've been hooked on the ingredient. It was a fantastic uh, uh, foray. So many of our, the things that we make are based off of uh, both either, either food or cocktails. So um, I jumped into making this one. Uh, we actually do use about two liters of uh, orange blossom water to make this orange blossom taste on. What, what exactly is orange blossom Yeah, water? so orange blossom water is this Mediterranean ingredient. It's this fantastic bit. Um, and and, and it, it's, it's the actual, uh, I guess, the distillate, for lack of a better word. Of, um, of the orange blossom flower that uh, extracts the bitterness uh, from the flower and puts into this elixir that, uh, that can be used especially in cocktails and other Mediterranean foods. Um, we use it in this beer to get some bitterness out of it and uh, hopefully it carried well, man. We, what we really wanted to get out of the Saison was a, a citrus drink that didn't allow the citric acid to come through, but just the bitterness, just the essence of orange, and uh, hopefully we got it through this one, man. It definitely comes through in this one. Uh, the, the first time that I tried it was tonight because we tapped it, and it, you, you get a lot of orange. Yeah. A whole lot of orange in it, but it's smooth. Well, and so, smooth. so much of the challenge was, like I said, just that. Like, we, we love the flavors of orange, the flavors of spice, and uh, uh, maybe some of the, um, uh, the pepper and the clove and the nutmeg that come from the yeast of the, the Belgian Saison 1 and 2 from White Labs. There's our pitch. Um, but... Uh, we didn't want it to come across as too orangey, too spiced, uh, too fruity. We wanted all those nuances to really come together into something that's a little bit more natural. And uh, the orange blossom water was the one thing that allowed us to bitter it out without using hops, without using the yeast, uh, and, and overpowering one from the other. So we, we, we put it all together in the beer. Um, again, this, is, this went through about seven or eight iterations before we actually came out with something we enjoyed. So here it is, man. Well, as a Saison, it has a pretty, pretty high ABV. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. So we're, we're bordering at 7%, around 6.9% uh, ABV. Um, but we knew uh, the ABV also helps kind of carry down the body of the beer. Because we, we have a handful of wheat in there, just to carry the Saison. Wait, wait, wait. A handful uh, of what? Of wheat. Wheat. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So without making it too thick, the ABV kind of helps uh, water it down a little bit and carry it with the body that we really wanted to carry the rest of the spices. So. Um, just whole, for a second, you had a handful of weed in there. Hey, uh, I have a handful of weed all the time, man. So they, maybe <laughs> in this beer, maybe not. There it is. One, one day, one day, when these Texas laws change, and uh, well, we'll, we'll have a different one. show. Exactly, right? Yeah. Show. The smoke of ages. <laughs> I look uh, until the time. Yeah. Until the time. Until the time. Yeah. So it is, man. It's a. It's, it's man. It's fantastic. Thank it, you so it, much, and, and it's it's been an incredible adventure into something that we haven't done before. Um, it was really cool for Huff Brewing too, because like I said, we started out with lagers only. Um, we hope that it still stays inside the same like a uh, nuanced, balanced, detailed, delicate version of beer that we try to come up with in our lagers. Um, but it allows us to do something a lot different that we haven't done before. So we're this is kind of the boundary that we're pushing a little bit that keeps us alive as a brewery and hopefully keeps everybody interested as drinkers too. I'm definitely enjoying it. Uh... Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's just like I said, man, just it has a nice little hint of orange. You definitely get that in, in this one. That's awesome. Well, you know, so another thing I didn't mention, too, in, uh, in picking up this beer, one of my privileges as, uh, as my responsibility at the brewery is I get to travel around a lot with, uh, uh, to the restaurants and bars that we're in and pick apart their menus, see what drinks they're making, see what cocktails they're making, see what uh, uh, food items they have. 
and, and extract what I can from the recipes. And so this is actually a 100% product of, to be honest, things that I've stolen from recipes from the restaurants and bars that we're in. So we picked up a lot of things. I know like last year, I think it was a little bit spicier in the menus. This year we have a lot of citrus, a lot of uh, um, uh, citrus forward recipes. But at the same time, we know there was a subtlety that was involved in those things, right? So we might have like a, uh, an orange spice, like a like duck dish or something. So we really wanted to get those things across and, and beers that would both match what was happening in the, in the Houston food menus. Um, it's been a big portion of the things that we do. A lot of the inspiration that we have is to pick apart the menus, see what people are feeling as far as this, the general food culture, and put into our beers. So here's this Orange Blossom Sazon. And, and, and one thing that's, that people are doing now a lot more than ever because of all the different flavors of beer is actually making cocktails yeah. out of them. And I can see this being a base for some pretty kick-ass cocktails. Well, that, that's exactly right, man. And so I, and I'm not lying when I said that. We, we took this from the Ramos Gin Fizz. It was, so I, about every three months I go on this cocktail binge, right, and not necessarily just drinking the binge. But also uh, trying to make it myself and make them at home. Uh, my wife is a fantastic uh, uh, critic of the things that I make. So um, the Ramos Gin Fizz was one that we made. You know, I put, it said two drops of uh, orange blossom water. I said, no, that's it. I want four drops. Um, it was a complete disaster. But of course, ever since then, we were um, complete critics of uh, the nuance of an ingredient, what it actually meant, how it would encourage uh, a certain cocktail one way or the other what it meant for the, uh, the entire recipe, and then what we could do with it in beer. So we got really hooked on, I mean, just the nuances of one ingredient, how it would encourage a, a recipe, what we could do with it, what it meant for a, especially a fermented product, and how it would carry on to the end. Um, those are things that keep us up at night, but at the same time, when they're rewarding, they're absolutely rewarding. So, um, yeah, we, we keep on it. We stay on top of our food game and cocktail game as much as we can drink through, and here we are. All right, Ryan Huff's hanging out with us from Huff Brewing Company. We're going to take another break, listen to some more of the Scottotrophics. And uh, when we get back, we'll actually tell you where the brewery is. Where, where the hell is Belleville? We'll get into that. Drink of Aiden. Stay tuned. Lift up your mood. 
John from Drink of Ages Radio Show with a badass beer for you to try. New Holland's Brewing Company, Dragon's Milk. This barrel-aged stout comes in at a moderate 11% ABV and 31 IBUs. Aged in bourbon barrels, this beautiful beer has a roasty malt character with vanilla notes as the bourbon and oak rounded out. New Holland Brewing Company is new to Texas, and I highly recommend getting you some. Listen to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5 for more beer and more music. The conspiratorial forces at Southern Star Brewing are alleged to have focused their energies on a well-defined objective, a delicious West Coast-style IPA. Conspiracy Theory is a new year-round 6.5% IPA brewed with Amarillo, Simcoe, Centennial, and Galena Hops. Let the existence of Conspiracy Theory IPA be proven in your glass or pick up a 360 can. Get ready to bring in the badass weather also with the Spring Pills, a new seasonal from Southern Star. Stop by the new brewery with open tap room every Friday, Saturday, and now open on Sundays. SouthernStarBrewing.com. Drink of Ages knows that craft beer fresh from the brewery comes in kegs, not bottles or cans. If you're not going to a bar tonight, take home a Growler, 64 ounces of kick-ass craft beer. At Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, they fill your Growler with a revolutionary system that keeps oxygen out and all the fresh, delicious goodness in. Keep your favorite beer fresh for an entire year, assuming you don't open it and drink it. The freshest craft beer in Houston is at Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, 1005 Wad Drive. Hops are sexy. Welcome back, craft brew lovers, to Drink of Ages. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back and uh, still talking with Ryan Huff from Huff Brewing Company. We just got a nice little pizza delivery from Pink's Pizza here in Houston. If you never had Pink's Pizza, let me go and throw them a little bone too because that pizza is badass. I love that. Pink's Pizza, uh, several locations, man. Go out there. Uh, if you never ordered it, you need to definitely check them out. They're like good. I, I'm is about our, to find out. It feels yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, man, you're in for a treat, man. I'm so excited it, about this. I don't know what exactly Austin ordered. Uh, what what pizzas he ordered, but there's three of them sitting over there. So we need to go ahead and wrap up the show and get to some pizza eating. I'm done on that. But, uh, man, real quick, Belleville, Texas, because yeah. a lot of people aren't familiar with Belleville. We talked a little bit about 290, and most people in Houston, they know 290 just avoided at all costs. But yeah. there are a couple reasons to go up 290, and Huff Brewing is one of them. Yeah, we hope so. So if, uh, if, if you're ever on I-10 or 290 uh, out west, um, take Highway 36, and we are off of uh, Highway 529. So um, <laughs> basically, if you're going from Houston to Austin, find Huff Brewing Company, man. It's so, on the way there. Just I'll, stop I'll, by I'll say this much. We're on Google Maps. We're on Apple Maps. We're on Bing Maps. Just type in Huff, Huff Brewing and uh, come find me. I'm typically there uh, almost all the time. I'm happy to talk to anybody who stops by. We fill up growlers. I, I'm there to talk about what we have new, what's going on at the brewery, uh, what's new, what's old, what's coming up, and uh, that's that's my big my big pride, man. Is I'm I'm happy to be there to talk to everybody about it. So when did you open the brewery up? Yeah, so the brewery got started in 2012, but we actually opened the tap room part um, about a year and a half ago. So we finally got ourselves opened up to where we have um, 
bathrooms, first of all. We've got... It's uh, kind of important. It's kind of important. That's all right. We've got local... Uh, we have a locally sourced menu of some sandwiches, some wraps, salads. We've got a couple of uh, homemade custards that we have there. Things that we're really proud of. I mean, it doesn't seem like much, but at the same time, they're all locally sourced. So things that we can hopefully showcase to you while you enjoy some of our beers. And at the same time, I'm there to explain what we have going on, why we're doing it, what we're doing, and uh, how, we're, how we plan on doing it. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. It's, it's my, my pride as far as Huffer & Company goes. It's what we mean to do, to just be there at the spot to show you uh, what's happening at Huffer & Company. I mean, you kind of did put your name on it. I did, yeah. My name's Ryan Huff. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those. Uh, it's like, there, you know what? there we are. Yeah, yeah, probably should be there. Yeah, it's as I mean, naked as it gets. Yeah, exactly. But no, put it yeah, all out there. In all honesty, man, if anybody like, um, we try to open up for Thirsty Travelers Friday and Saturdays, man, especially if anybody's traveling in the area. We're open to uh, kids, families, dogs, whatever's traveling with you, man. Please stop on by. We're we're happy to to cater to you. So I mean, does the tap room have special hours that you are open? Yeah, so the tap room is open on Fridays from uh, five p.m. is when we open to whenever the last person gets there. And Saturdays from 1 p.m. until the last person gets there. So we, we try to close at 5 p.m. It never works. We're just happy to see you there, man. It means a lot to us. Well, I'm wearing the, uh, I found your shirt, man. Meister Lager shirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly the right, Meister man. Lager. That's it. And that picture is exactly what it looks like outside of our, our brew house, man. Which the radio can all see that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. if you're looking at your I'll, radio I'll right describe now. it, yeah. If you're looking at your radio, it looks like a uh, barn with a windmill and hay bales. And that's exactly what you should wait, expect. Wait, don't, don't, don't forget about the, the big chest. And the big chest, the, uh, uh, the pronounced pecs. Yes. The um, at least three days a week of only chests <laughs> and uh, the long beard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Huffmeister Lager, that was, um, you have the, real quick, we can talk about your other beers, the original, yeah. which is your Marzen beer. That's right. So our, uh, we've got two, what we call our signatures that are on tap now. It's our Huffmeister Lager, which is our Munich Hellas. And the uh, original, the amber, uh, is based off of the Marzen beer. Um, both of those beers we keep on tap constantly. They're our go-tos. Is how we started. It's what we founded our company on. And then uh, based on those beers, we were able to move on to, uh, to different more barrel-aged beers, saison beers, farmhouse beers. But those, are, those still have a big place in our heart, man. So we keep them on all the time. What's going to be next for you guys? What do you I have am. in the works? Yeah, so in the works, um, this is top secret. Nobody will know. Okay. We, uh, we've actually got a, a wheat beer. That we've uh, there was a banana grove not too far from where we are, so we picked some bananas, maybe put some in some wheat beers, and uh, look look for us in uh, at the end of June, beginning of July. That have, a, have uh, that wheat beer out. Yeah, a lot of wheat beers, the uh, yeast characteristics kind of give it that banana flavor. So uh, you're actually gonna might possibly add some banana to that wheat beer. That's absolutely right. So we've been playing a lot uh, back and forth with not only adding the uh, the flavor to the beer. But also when to add it in the beer, whether it should be uh, pre-mashed, post-mashed in the boil. Um, I think by by end of June, beginning of July, we'll have it down to where we want it to be. We're really excited. It's been a lot of work, but a lot of fun. It's again kept us in the same vein of the farmhouse type stuff that we're looking for. Um, very yeast-forward beer, definitely um, an absolute challenge because the beer demands so much of us to make sure our ingredients are spot on. But we're really excited about where it's going, and we're excited to release it to everybody. Especially when you add fruit to the beer yes that's a whole different fermentation it's changed everything and, yeah. and, and and so we we try to do the most that we can to to um support the uh, the nuances of the fruit and what the beer demands from it and, and not make one override the other we, we absolutely try to check the balance between the fruit the beer all the ingredients the hops that are involved the water that's involved 
uh, and of course the yeast that we that we use to ferment it. But um, it's been good to us so far. It's been an absolute challenge, but again, we learned a, a thousand things from it, and hopefully the uh, the one thousand first thing that we come across with will be the thing that, that comes out to you guys. All right, huffbrewing.com is the website. Huffbrewing.com, you can uh, reach us at at huffbrewingco uh, on Twitter and Instagram, and also personally me, I'm at, at Ryan Huff Drinks um, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Reach out to me. I'll be happy to talk to anybody. Yeah. And uh, we'll keep it going. At Ryan Huff Drink. That's not very fitting, man. I don't know where you came up with that one. No, I, yeah, I, I drink a little bit, and I thought it might be okay, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, man, thanks for coming and hanging out at Drink of Ages Pub. Thank you so much for having me again. It's been an absolute pleasure. I love coming out with you guys, hanging out, and uh, hopefully we'll see you all soon. I can't wait for uh, this year at the Brewmasters Festival. I think I might do some sneaking into Schlitterbahn. Sometimes we sneak into Schlitterbahn. Sometimes we sneak into uh, dry water slides, and sometimes John Dimon will be happy to join us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was a little too sober to get arrested that night. That's too bad for you. Next time, I won't be. All right, when we get back, we're going to have Skatotrovics hanging out in the studio and uh, here at the bar. Uh, Let's get some more of these beers. And, man, everybody, stay tuned, man. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub and Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, eight national crafties, eight imports and ciders, five fancy pans, specialty brews, one mead, and one cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner. And don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, RudyardsPub.com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K at adamandeve.com. What's up, everybody? This is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show, and a local brewery for you to go out and try is from Cycler's Brewing Company. It is the 5511 Double Red L. What makes it a double? 7.9% ABV does. What makes it red? Well, actually, the roasted malts that they're used is what gives it the red color. 5511 is a medium-bodied beer that balances well with the piney bitterness from the hops. Available in 12-ounce cans and also on draft at your favorite places. Don't forget to tune in to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5. All right, we are back on. This is Drink of Ages radio show. We're sitting around, we talk about beer, we talk about music, and this segment of Drink of Ages is brought to you by Spindletop Brewery, located just 15 minutes of use of man. Spindletop Brewery is making some badass beers. If you guys never tried it, get up there, go check it out. You can find it on tap here at Drink of Ages Pub. You can find it on tap all over the place. But Spindletown Brewery <laughs> is, man, 59 North, just off of Little York. 
badass little place. And if they're making burgers that day, you're not going to regret it. This is the music segment. And now hanging out live at the Drink of Ages studio and pub, we have the Scatatrophics. Yo! What's up, guys? What's up, homie? What's up, nice, man? Nice, nice to be here tonight, man. Really well, nice to be here tonight. It's been fun hanging out with you all night long, right? Man. We've been knocking back these brews all night, man. You know, what, does, for that what, what doesn't help is the amazing beers you have on tap over here at Drink of Ages. I appreciate that, man. Uh, it's it's uh, the way that I figure people are like, hey, how do you figure what beer you like? Or what, what do you want to put on tap? It's like, well, this is a beer I feel like drinking. Yeah. That's what's on tap. And it just happens to be 36 of them. <laughs> so, it works out well. I highly advise all the homies to come out here and have some drinks for real. Cada uno. Yeah. Every, every single one. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, man, but let's talk about you guys for a little bit, man. Because you guys are playing some little different music than what you normally hear around Houston. We sure are, man. We sure are. We, uh, we, we, we bring back a style long, long, long forgotten. Before reggae, actually, uh, uh, before reggae, the basis of reggae was actually ska back in the 1950s. And ska started as a protest music, and then uh, various artists uh, such as Peter Tosh and, and, and all the other, uh, you know, Bob Marley, obviously, and the Wailers, they, they slowed it down, kind of like the way Houston slowed down rap and made screw. You know, Jamaica slowed down uh, ska and made reggae. And, 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 and we just, you know, continue that tradition with the whole ska and, 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 and you know, the variations of ska that has come, you know, a- afterwards as long. You guys, you guys play a sound, because uh, like, a lot of people throw ska out there, and they hear, like, Mighty Mighty Boston's, which is good, man. I can sit back and listen to some Boston's. Knock on wood, baby. Yes, definitely. Uh, they're great, they're great. But you guys throw that little Caribbean yeah. flair into it, so you get a little Jamaican ska. That's, and which, which, like you were saying, man, is a whole different genre and style of music. That's right. That's right, man. Being that that we're you know Gulf Coast based and stuff, and being that you know we 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 happen to be in the southern part of of, of United States, we we throw in that soul, we throw in that that spice, you know, that Gulf Coast soul, exactly that that swamp. That that you know that real dirty swamp. We just you got know, bit by a mosquito. A little bit of attitude, kind of. attitude, yeah. uh, stamina, <laughs> as well as grit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And walk and outside, we, it's hot as hell, humid yeah. kind of music. Exactly the kind of the kind of stuff that, that that slaps you on the face when you wake up in the morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you guys, had but your we first... have our influences too. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Where where that me, come from? Me especially, like my you know a lot of people's introduction to reggae is Bob Marley. For me, as a kid in the '80s, the first reggae I heard was UB40, and like man, that resonated of, with me all the way. I don't to, understand why people people will hate on UB40, but it's uh, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Why I don't get it either, man. Uh, they, they, I think that it's just kind of like beer these days, right? The, the problem is people parrot a lot of different things, exactly. And people parrot beers like they they've never even tried the beer, but yet they heard that it wasn't good, so they'll sit there and talk about it. Same thing about music, and UB40 kind of fell into that. Because they're just yeah. known for that hit. Look, okay, radio, yeah. radio so gave so red, red wine. But radio, you, exactly, exactly. Like, right, radio cool gave stuff, red, yeah. red wine a, a platform yeah. unnecessary to, to to the scope of the music they had but to offer. You if know you know ever I mean? played Kingston Town, oh wow, yeah. that's it, man. 
Kingston Town is one of, the, one of my favorite songs ever made. Ladies and gentlemen, your house will be spotless <laughs> if you clean to his Kingston Town album. <laughs> yeah. Or you're going to be high sitting on the couch eating some Cheetos. Either way, either way, it works either out Either way, well. it works out It's perfectly. a win-win situation. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's what I say, man. Like, like you guys don't play, like, traditional, uh, like, ska music that people normally listen to. Nah, but you got that upbeat. No, in, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, like, with Ska, uh, man, I'm about to really sound bad. Go, go there, like, go there. It's an upbeat. You know what? I, I, I'll give it to you like this. A lot of us come from, uh, from bands that were used to making a home, homies mosh. But then all we're of a sudden, the you know. more the Ska punk. We were more the Ska punk. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. As time goes by... As love happens, as experiences occur, as as uh, you know, up, yeah. as we grow up, you know, all of a sudden we we realize that maybe we ought to make the girls dance a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was fun, uh, you know, during a, for a while, hitting a bunch of guys in the pit. Yeah. But I then, love making you. Hit us. Yeah, 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 but then which is there, fine. I mean, I just take a few where, yeah, yeah, it's but, still fun to jump in the pit now, yeah. but it's much more fun having a girl beside you exactly. rubbing on you. And, and uh, honestly, honestly, and everybody can relate to me. There's nothing like a line of, of, of beautiful girls dancing to your to, to your to your sounds and to your lyrics. You know what I mean? One day that will happen for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, but you know what? We we throw in that 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 attitude. We throw in that that spice of grit. We throw in that sandpaper, you know, we throw in that, that swamp rock, we throw in that Houston H-Town feel to it, and, and it just really, you know, culminates into this, this, this real original sound that we like to call the Scatastrophics. So when, when's the next album dropping? Man, you know what? It's Our, written. It's written, honestly, honestly, honestly. Uh, of our set today, we only play maybe like a third of the songs that were on our original album. The second, the second album is, is, is fluttered with our live performance right now. And uh, we're going to be going to the studio this summer, 2016. Summer 2016, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. And we're, uh, we're really going to uh, really put to work on As far as we're the just, first we're album goes... We're just tightening the screws right now. We got definitely. a lot of songs ready, but we're just, you know, just a little... As far as this tweaks, first album goes, just go. ask us for us and we will gladly give it to y'all this first album is completely free for you it's available for download on spotify itunes reverb amazon reverb nation everywhere you want to look for it. Anytime, you, it anytime you put horns in any band it makes it better yeah that's mr alex and daniel Ooh. who's a trombone player hey da daniel lopez if you're listening baby well, me and you ladies and gentlemen late me and you ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> no you know what that that it goes a long way man horns really uh Really push you uh, above above what's expected. You know what I mean? It really uh, nobody nobody is expecting of it, but everybody wants it. And maybe not everybody wants to say it, but when it happens, it's very satisfying. The ladies love it. Ladies man, love it. Man, when you start playing some horns, man, panties drop. Let's be honest. <laughs> gravity. It definitely adds a whole New gravity. Dynamic. Newton and gravity, <laughs> ladies. And gentlemen. That's it. <laughs> All right, man, the Scatatropics. Man, when's the next show? Man, uh, Mephiscophilus uh, at Walters next Thursday, May 12th. You got it. 8.30 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. Metanoia, if you haven't heard Metanoia, Metanoia is a great, great band. Uh, Up-and-coming ska, 
Ska all the way. They have a, a, a lead vocalist. Uh, she's she's great. She plays violin in the band ukulele. as well. Oh man! Oh there yeah, she plays ukulele. ukulele. Well, all right, all right. I'm gonna throw this out there. Yeah. Too, yeah. Not that it matters because these guys are great anyways, but it's the same horn line that that you know pipes for Los Carnales. So if you if you like yeah, Los Carnales horn line, you're gonna love Metanoia. You know what I mean? These guys are great. They've been at it for a while. Not only that, they have the credentials of of of, uh, of rehearsing and being U of H alumni. You know what I mean? And uh, big H town, big education, and uh, keep music going. <laughs> All right. So listen to you guys, Reverb Nation, and yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Spotify. If you're on Spotify, look up the Scatastrophics. Uh, it's a big word, man, but uh, sound it out in syllables. Scatastrophics. S K A T A S T R O P I. P-H-I-C-S, catastrophics, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Was that it, dude? That was it. <laughs> there was a lot of letters just then. A, B, I don't know C, what D, I wrote e, down. F, G, H, I, all right, <laughs> it, 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 I think I got them all. Look up Flooding Houston on Google <laughs> and uh, take catastrophic and just put S-K-A. In front of <laughs> there it is. There you go. All right, man. Thank you guys for coming on, hanging out, man. You guys are playing some badass music. Looking forward to seeing you guys live. No, thank you for having us, man. Uh, Thanks, man. Uh, from um, Billy Munoz, David, uh, David Lopez, and me, Alex Garcia. Thank you for having us, man. All right, so, man. Uh, we also want to thank Ryan Huff from Huff Brewing Company for coming on the show. Definitely. Thanks, yeah. Huff. He got his way. I do, man. Makes some, some good beers. He sure does. Yeah, man. No, Huff Brewery out there in Belleville, Texas. So definitely when you're heading out to Austin, stop by Belleville and uh, go try out some of the Huff Brewing Company. You can listen to the podcast sponsored by Buffalo Bar Brewing Company by going to drinkvages.com. You can find it on iTunes. And, man, we'll be back next week. Uh, next week we will be at Firehouse Saloon hanging out over there with another badass band. And, man, uh, all I can say is Astros, keep it up, man. They're starting to put a little streak together, playing better. We need something to happen here in Heck the Houston yeah. sports. Heck yeah. Astros. Drink of ages, ladies and gentlemen. Drink of ages. Drink of ages. Talk to you all next week.
Music segment sponsored by Spindle Tap Brewery. Look for their beer on tap around town or just go get some at the tap room. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Town & City Brewing is a microbrewery in the heart of one of Houston's oldest and most iconic neighborhoods, bringing Houston worldly beers at a neighborhood level. The Tap Room and Beer Garden focuses on bar-like service with no need to purchase tokens or tours. Patrons can buy half pints, full pints, pitchers, and flights of beer. Bring your family, including your furry ones, because kids and pets are welcome. The kids can enjoy the house-made sodas. The kitchen is serving pub fare with brunch from 11 to 2 p.m. on Sundays. Live music two days a week and a farmer's market on the second Sunday of every month. Townandcitybrewing.com. In a sun-drenched field on the side of a quiet road just north of Houston, there is an old church, and inside this old church, something is brewing. That something is Back Pew Brewing Company, the Houston area's next legendary craft brewery. With two lines of beer, the Saints and the Sinners, Back Pew does things differently because it's the only way they know. With creative characters and bold twists, Back Pew devises flavors that are entirely unexpected but endlessly enjoyable. Visit BackPewBrewing.com for a list of watering holes where you can find your new favorite beer. BackPew Brewing Company. The sun is down and the yard is closed now. A day at work from the sun to moonlight. How many people running around town? Heading to the skyscraper so bright. Lost in my room is just a mental change. And the bourbon whiskey going down so we end. Up in the ride taking off for a flight. To a local pub or a inside. Approach the door, ID in hand. They ask if I'm going to play with the band. Tell them not tonight, I'm just drinking But we'll be playing sometime this weekend He says, okay, just don't start no fights I tell them, trust me, we will be alright Laid back posture, no need to excite Cause I'm getting thrown out tonight So I'm paying for my consequences For my drinking Just to get next to you Every weekend I can back up a home And all these turtles Seems like I'm not happy till I start for my consequences, for my drinking, just to get next to you every weekend. I'm gonna back up the ball and all these dirty walls. Seems like I'm not happy till I start my home. Approach the door, ID in hand. They ask if I'm gonna play with the band. I tell them not tonight, I'm just drinking. I will be playing sometime next weekend. He says, okay, just don't start no fights. Tell them, trust me, we will be alright Laid back posture, no need to excite Cause I'm getting thrown out tonight So I'm paying for my consequences For my drinking Just to get next to you Every weekend I can back up the home And all these dance halls Seems like I'm not happy till I stumble So I'm paying for my consequences For my drinking Just to get next to you Every weekend I can back up the Oh, oh, oh. 
Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe, Houston, and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store. 